and Hacksaw Jim Duggan. And if you want to find out what's going on, check out Nostalgia Highway. Right, fellas? Right. Yeah. Give me a hole, guys. Hello! Coming to you from somewhere along the Ohio-West Virginia border, welcome, hitchhikers, to Nostalgia Highway, the movies you know from the guys you don't, or the No Frills Movie Review Podcast, where we are smack dab at the midway point of our October theme of NHP Halloween favorites. We kicked off the month with The Ghost and Mr. Chicken from 1966. It was a king's pick, an unlikely selection, but it was a very fun review nonetheless. Yeah. And now we bring to you our next review for the month of October. I am your host, the Mayor Matt Logston, and joining me for episode 47 out here on the highway are my co-hosts, who know to mind their own damn business when Pumpkinhead is prowling about. I'm Dave King of the Road. And I am the Lord Ketchum. And we also have a special guest among us tonight to help us out with this review. Hailing from the 7th state to join the Union and home of one half of the B&O Railroad, the host of the Raised in Horror, the Psycho Siblings podcast, none other, Justin Ramsey. Hey, it's the sheriff here joining you all again. I appreciate you having me back on the show. Oh, yeah, man. You you can say law and order. You can say law and order. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) I'm I'm afraid to lose my listeners. Touche. <laughs> well, everybody, I think we've got a great review in for you. Um, we're going to be doing Pumpkinhead from 1988. After a horrific motocross accident that caused the loss of his son, Ed Harley seeks out an old hag, fittingly named Haggis to conjure vengeance incarnate, only to find out that the price of such vengeance must be paid in blood and sacrifice. Nice. <laughs> you like that wow. guy? Wow. That what? is pretty damn is, good. Well, I just shit my pants. Okay, cool. Alright, well, I'm glad everybody enjoyed That is a solid haggis impression. Mm-hmm. Alright, everybody. This movie is directed by Stan Winston, the great Stan Winston. Yeah, it's very first movie. Directed. Yep, directorial debut. Stars Lance Hendrickson as Ed Harley, Jeff East as Chris. I, I never get this last name right, but John DeAquino as Joel, Brian Bremer as Bunt Wallace, and George Buck Flower as Mr. Wallace. Oh, man. George Flower. Oh, he's one of those, he's in everything. Right. Movies. So Brian Bremer, this is his film debut, too, who played Bunt Wallace. He was kind of a shithead, I thought. But all you need to know about this guy, and the only reason why I bring him up is because if you've seen Silent Night, Deadly Night, was it 5? The, the, the last one where we have the living boy? Yeah. That's yeah. him. Yeah. Really weird performance. Weird movie. Uh, worth checking out just because of I, that. I love because that. Because it gets awkward, weird at the very end, and this yeah. is the guy that... Uh, plays that role so yeah i just wanted to plug that in there real quick my my father made made me perfect well almost perfect yeah anyway it gets 
weird at the end, yeah. I thought you was going to talk about some uh, George Buck Flower. <laughs> oh, yeah? No? I like him, though. I like seeing him and everything he's in, though. He's always fun. This movie's rated R with a runtime of an hour and 26 minutes. It had a limited release in the U.S. in October of 1988, but had a full release on January 13th of 89 on an estimated 3.5 million budget. And it grossed uh, 4.3 million overall, which is kind of shitty. Yeah, yeah a, it didn't. It didn't do super great. It's not a failure, but it's it ain't great. Yeah, I noticed it came out after Pet Cemetery. Not saying it stole anything, but no, it didn't. Cemetery came out in '89. No, it did it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it <laughs> But when was the book written? Oh well, yeah. There you go, smartass. <laughs> Take that. Right. <laughs> I was helping you prove your point. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> I got your back. IMDb has this rated as 6.2 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes score of 65% and an audience score of 48%. Surprised by that audience score. Yeah, I am too. But I mean, I don't know. I don't think King is. No, I'm not surprised by that audience score. <laughs> That's the, uh, you know, the box office. You know. Yeah, it does. It's currently isn't streaming anywhere, but uh, it seems to be on Amazon Prime and Tubi. Quite frequently, so be on to look out for it in the future. Spoilers ahead. Death ahead. Aliens ahead. Wrong, sir. Wrong. It's oh, okay. <laughs> nope. It's Stop. not a xenomorph. <laughs> it's not. It's oh, not a it's, it's xenomorph-esque. I get that. I see what you're talk- saying. Oh, it's more than xenomorph-esque. It's xeno-jack. It's xeno-hack. I mean. Is it the Jack Skellington of the, of the xenomorphs? Is that what you're saying? That's Same. exactly what I'm telling you, yeah. Okay, well, all right. <laughs> I, I think if the queen from Aliens and Pumpkinhead had a kid, it would be the alien in that Resurrection. Or, no, oh, at the end. Yeah. yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I concur. That's, that's a good fucking... That's a good call. Listen. All right, so if you grew up in the 80s like we all did, watching movies of the time, there's at least three to five, if not more, Stan Winston-helmed special effects movies that you've seen of his and you probably love at least one of them. Um, he, he's just one of those cinematic icons of the decade that popped up everywhere and just seemed to be in everything that was hip at that time. Short circuit. Was he on there too? No. Oh, you were talking about him being in everything hip at the time. So I thought that was what you were trying to get at. Oh, okay. I didn't know that hip and short circuit went together. Oh, I thought you were a movie reviewer. I I, I don't know. <laughs> I mistook you for someone else. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but for you guys, like, what are some of your favorite, you know, memories of like Stan Winston movies? You know, uh, what are some of your favorite effects, creatures, monsters of his that he did that you liked? Uh, aliens, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. On that one, so then of course Terminator Two, you know, he did some effects on that. And, uh, uh, he did all the Terminators. He was a part yeah. of. I, I'd say that's probably my favorite because I just I don't know I love the the first two Terminators. I just I love those movies. Absolutely adore those movies. Um, but he also you know as we talked about, he went uncredited uh, for a little bit of work when Rob Bottin was laid up from exhaustion. He was uh, he did work on the thing. Uh, Jurassic Park. He worked on Monster Squad. He did. Con- he helped with like uh, Constantine, which is great. Really? So, you know, he did for the Devil in that movie. 
I love that movie. I don't know why, but I like the movie too. Peter Stormare is an underrated Satan. Yeah, uh, he's in my top five. I think. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. It's awesome, dude. When I first watched that movie, I was like, damn, that's. I just love the entrance of it. You know that the his uh his lingo is it's. I don't know his accent. It's really cool. I don't know. It just plays out perfectly. Yep. What about you, King? I mean, what's some of your favorite Stan Winston? Oh, stuff? you done. You done said Terminator, so that's top of my list. Uh, Jurassic Park was pretty good. I like the uh, Michael Jackson Ghosts video. You remember that? He did that. Okay. I don't remember that one. Yeah, don't knock it. Check it out. Uh, <laughs> okay. Fucking interview with a vampire. He did the penguin from Batman Returns. Oh yes, uh, that's right, Danny DeVito. Literally everything in his list, including Teenage Caveman, was better than the work he did on this movie we're reviewing tonight. What? what? Oh, come on. We are definitely getting a spiteful rating tonight, boys. I'm not a fan of the alien-looking pumpkin head. I'm not a fan. This creature is not... Uh, man, it's the bottom of my list. It's down there with Troll 2. I mean, it's... I don't like this creature. I don't like him. I don't like him. I don't, okay. I don't, I'm not just anything just, scary about it whatsoever. I, I don't think anything's scary about it. And I don't think anything's discomforting about it. I just, I just look at him like, like a Buckeye in Vienna driving down Grand Central Avenue in West Virginia. You know how they don't want to get out of your way, but then, you know, when you decide to switch lanes, then they speed up. It's, it's that kind of thing. It's like, I can't stand it. I just can't stand the look of it. And, uh, it makes me want to scream. Fuck. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I don't like the pumpkin head monster. I hate it. Wow. Monster brings not only, you know, grotesqueness in its character itself, but it brings like weather change and all this shit with it, dude. I mean, he is true fucking evil. I don't like his look. I don't care about what he is. Oh. I don't like his look. <sighs> I don't know, man. All right. Wow. It's, okay. It's not, it's not a pumpkin head, you know, they don't well, have. No, it's not. That's what it, <laughs> that's problem number one. It's got the. The texture of a pumpkin, though, man. It's got that flow of a pumpkin. No, yeah. it's got the flow of an alien. Well... Aliens. <laughs> oh. And I don't like aliens. I don't know if you guys have heard me talk about aliens before, but I can't stand that shit. I don't like the way they made the aliens look. They need to look like the traditional, you know, Roswell, gray, I don't know, triangle head things. Look big <laughs> eyes. Wow. I disagree <laughs> so much. That's a hot take. That is like about a scathing of a review. <laughs> that's my opinion of Stan. Okay, that's my opinion of Stan Winston's wow. work in this movie. I don't like it. It's my least favorite of his works. All right, so we've already touched on it, but real quick, uh, Justin, what what Stan Winston? What's what's he what's he done that you like? <laughs> right. Well, it's hard to follow that. Uh, right. That's <laughs> It's hard. It's harder to name things that I don't like, um, but def- definitely, you know, Aliens and Predator and Jurassic Park, just lots of great stuff. Well, let's just roll right into this. I mean, so we clearly have the kings. Uh, I just want you to know, like, I think he did a lot of good work, and then none of it showed through in this project here. That's where. Well, I'm I mean, at. he didn't really do any of the special effects here. I mean, he just basically. He just, he just directed. He had well, he had control over who did the special effects on this, and if he didn't do it himself with the resume that he had, I don't understand where we're at. I just I can't accept it. It's horrible. Huh. 
Well, Special I mean, effects suck. I'm so disappointed in you, right? Wow. Wow. Okay. So the special effects, the the look of Pumpkinhead, none of it did anything for the king. We got that loud and clear. All right. Let's just roll right into it. I mean, what about you, Justin? I mean, what do you think of the look of Pumpkinhead and the special effects in this movie? I hate to make it seem like we're ganging up on uh, Adam here, but I I think for me, the look of Pumpkinhead, I, I don't care for at all. And while I do appreciate a lot of the other effects, I, I <laughs> as much as I hate to do it, I got to agree with the, the king. I watched this movie for the very first time today. Oh, wow. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. And the reason I haven't watched it until now is because every time I saw a picture of Pumpkinhead, I was like, that's real dumb. <laughs> so, like full disclosure that's where i'm coming from okay. it's not what you expect as a casual viewer right. it's not what you expect but you you hear you hear the title pumpkin head and, and it's just not it's not what you expect to see so that's okay going back though so did you guys just really expect you know did you want a, a fucking creature with just a big pumpkin on its head and it looked evil and shit i guess like yeah. the, movie, the movie cover of Jacko. I don't know if you know that one. Yes. yes that's yes. what I expected. Yeah. Okay. Right on. Well, that's what I wanted. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, like I like I'm a big fan of uh, like Disney's Sleepy Hollow. You know, like give me something like that. Just throw yeah. a pumpkin on. But like I don't care what it is, or just don't call it pumpkin. Yeah. Well, but he's born out of a. Pumpkin. demonic pumpkin patch I, you know so i i don't know i, I, I no I, I know what you're saying i i feel like that that almost felt shoehorned in so they could call it pumpkin head so they could release it in october and be like hey we have this monster <laughs> <laughs> like, well, you might not be wrong you <laughs> <laughs> now Ramsey's making a little more sense on this <laughs> Well, I'm actually going to kind of come to the lord's aid here just a little bit because i i like the look of pumpkin head I think it's kind of cool. Um, I will agree that, you know, title slightly misleading, but I don't know. I'm able to look past that, I guess. I don't know. But no, I, I, I really, I rather enjoyed the special effects in this movie for the most part. I would have liked to seen a more drawn out, more visceral birthing and metamorphosis of Pumpkinhead in the beginning. I kind of felt like a little shortchanged on that. But yeah, I mean, I like the look of Pumpkinhead. I think it's kind of cool. You know, Different. if they would have if they would have done this in the birthing part where they actually had a Pumpkinhead, <laughs> a, car, a carved jack o' lantern that he like busted out of, then I might have. I might have gave it a little more credit, but then that takes away from the whole ending. I mean, it's not it's not the ending, you know. So I need I need a good jack o' lantern head at some point. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I will kind of kind of touch on missing out on the birthing process of of Pumpkinhead. For me, I was it, it was almost jarring the fact that in that opening, like you see Pumpkinhead, that you see the creature full-on completely right away like i i'm a proponent of less is more save that reveal for the end and and the fact that it like they showed the creature at the very beginning you know during that opening scene and it left nothing you know there was nothing left to imagine like you you see the creature and it's like oh okay and then you have to wait 40 more minutes for him to show back up 
you know, like it'd be one thing if it was mysterious and it, and it left things, um, you know, kind of vague. Uh, but to give you everything right off the bat and then to make you wait another 40 minutes, I, I think is kind of a mistake. It, it's, I, I hear you. I, th- I, I don't disagree with you there. That, that, that is like the first five minutes could be trimmed down, you know, just taken off and then add some more gore and shit, you know, down the road and fill in the time slot, you know, give that appeal, you know, because when they're in the uh, Haggis's place, you know, um, what, it, they what, didn't really have any good kills after it i mean the payoff wasn't extraordinary on gore so, well okay gore i guess not but i mean the way some kills that are pretty sweet dude the gun kill that's fucking awesome dude yeah the gun kill was cool it was that was a fun one. <laughs> momentary high spots in a oh, field my. field of low spots <laughs> yikes all right all right well i mean all right lord i mean obviously you're a fan of this you you like it i'm sure you like the look of pumpkin head. Yeah. What do you think? Special effects. I mean, well, I mean, if you take into account, you know, that the person who cast upon, you know, pumpkin head is the person to replace the entity itself. You know, I think, you know, once you get buried in the ground and everything, you start getting that transformation. And the, I don't know. I, I think of it kind of like a, the pumpkin them growing into pumpkin patch. Um, it's just like the, the, the roots and shit are bleeding into the, into soil and it causes the soil to be like, you know, tainted and it, then it changes that person, you know, forever and everything, you know, um, it, into a xenomorph. Like not, not a xenomorph, dude. It's not, I mean, it's <laughs> okay. 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 It, it is similar. I will say there are similarities. I will agree with that. Xenomorphs don't have those shoulders, man. I mean, it doesn't have the shoulders. <laughs> Nor if it doesn't have, uh, you know, a spinning a little extra mouth. It's, it's more blackish colored. Yeah, you're right. This has more humanoid aspects. You know, it really does in the face and shit, which is what it's supposed to it do. Does. It does. Lance, Lance Anderson. Because it is from a human. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, so there you go. Fuck you, Dave. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take it. I'll take it. That's my that's my reasoning behind it. Not being a fucking pumpkin, actually, you know, (laughs) and what you want the person to be like, okay, I did this. Now I got to go to the pumpkin patch and oh, here we go. I'm going to put a pumpkin on my head. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, no. And now I'm a creature. You know, but but that's the thing. That's shitty. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but but that's the thing is that like they could have changed the name of the movie to e- even something like the pumpkin patch, like just take the focus away from pumpkin head, and make it. it make it about you know it's uh, it, I don't know it's just like an old tale you know and yeah. that's what they had to give a name to the creature so you know well it was actually the and I'll be honest with you I really like this mythos they kind of build up with this pumpkin head character and this was a short poem that was written by ed justin um and i think the poem's kind of cool and more or less from the way i understand it uh stan winston and company they just kind of formed the movie around this poem but okay so it goes keep away from pumpkin head unless you're tired of living his enemies are mostly dead he's mean and unforgiving laugh at him and you're undone but in some dreadful fashion vengeance he considers fun and plans it with a passion. Time will not erase or blot a plot that he is brewing. 
It's when you think that he's forgot, he'll conjure your undoing. Bolted doors and windows barred, guard dogs prowling in the yard, won't protect you in your bed, nothing will from Pumpkinhead. I like that. That too, yeah. You should have let Ramsey read that. He's from the land of Edgar Allan Poe. He could have probably read that a lot better than you. <laughs> yeah, it's right. true. Land of Poe. <laughs> I, I like that. It's cool. But no, I do. I like this this mythos they have around the character. You know, like when the uh, the Wallace kids are taunting the one, and they're kind of you know doing a ring around the rosy, singing this poem to him, and everything. I don't know. I like that. I yeah. that that's something I really like about this movie. I used to do that shit with my sister, you know, just go around her fucking pumpkin head, pumpkin head, you know, <laughs> it's going to get you, it's going to get you. <laughs> yeah, I I enjoyed the poem, like, and I agree, I like, I enjoy that uh, it's kind of ingrained in the kids, in their lives, like, they've never actually seen it, to them it's just kind of like the boogeyman, you know, like, oh, you know, right. is it real, is it not real, you know, we could use it to scare other kids. I do enjoy that aspect of it, for sure. Dave don't like that aspect. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's a tough sell. It's been done before, but I mean, this is a, a cool spin on it, I guess. You know, I like it. I liked it. I do too. Again, I think uh, they hit the nail on the head right here with uh, Haggis. She is fucking awesome, dude. The and I guess the setting, the surrounding, the environment is, is also sells it too. You know, the the fireplace, it's pretty much the only light source and besides a few candles, you know, th- th- that scene is just shot really well. Those couple scenes are really shot really well. Uh, I agree. I think I think the behind Haggis and you see the outline of her of her skull and face and everything and her hair is just fucking completely transparent, you know, in the light. It's, that's fucking awesome take, man. That's that's super sweet. Yeah. I think having her in the movie, it really ties that mythos together. Like it makes it believable, you know, because it's like this is like some dirty, you know, backwoods secret that like everybody's kind of aware of, but you just try to ignore. And uh, no, I agree. Haggis is a she's a creepy ass bitch, man. And um, yeah, I love I love the look of her place. I love the look of the the pumpkin patch too. Um, I like how I really thought that was solid ground and. Yeah. It's like it's on a podium or something, you know? It's pretty- yeah. Yeah, it's cool. You guys are talking about the part of the movie right now that was awesome to me before the wheels fell off. Okay. Yeah. So you like this part. Good. Absolutely. Glad. We were in the we were in the high eight, nine range ratings at this point. Okay. Again, echoing Dave, like I'm in the same boat. It, to be honest, she's the only character in the entire movie I even remotely care about, like at all. I um, but I think she's fantastic, like worth the price of, of admission. But I wouldn't see it. <laughs> like I wouldn't pay the admission again. <laughs> like, okay. Um, yeah. But I, I, I do agree. I, like I also like the pumpkin batch is great. I, I it's just awesome. I wish more happened there. I could get down with that, <clears throat> obviously, because I did love that look. Yeah, but uh, uh, you got to get out. You know, take care of the kids and shit. You know, so. <laughs> It'd be cool to add about another two or three scenes with her. I think it'd been yeah, such a movie on. Yeah, well, I think if they'd have just created a good monster after that, that would have been really cool. Oh, <laughs> <what did> they... <laughs> 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 
Because, I mean, really, I had my cell phone down, and I forgot about it for at least 15 minutes. And then, and then you know, I saw that pumpkin head thing, and I said, oh, I wonder what's going on on Facebook. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Wow. Well, you know, I put it back down after a minute, but it was still there. All right. Okay, so... so- where where are you at on Lance Hendrickson in all this movie, and Dave? I mean, what do you think of his part? I don't think he saves the film. I think he uh, he played his part perfectly. It was Lance Hendrickson. I liked him. Yeah. All right. I I think he did an incredible job in the role. I just didn't care about the character. Like I for me, <clears throat> it had weak. It had weaknesses. Yeah, like the ending was completely blown because I just didn't give a shit what happened to him. I didn't give a shit what happened to any of these people. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I I get it. The situation with this kid really sucks. I mean, you know, we would all do that. But what makes it so hard is his, it's his only family. You know, that's it. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snow yeah. no woman. There's no wife or anything. So that's it, man. I I get that. I I just I feel I, I have mad sympathy for the guy. You know, at the end. And it yeah. sucks too because, you know, he he made a rash decision on the fly, that you know, inevitably cost him, you know, his life, and that's shitty. Right. As a, as a parent, though, I can relate to his decision. I mean, but absolutely. Still, it's very right. pet cemetery esque in a way. It is. Yeah. 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 And that and that's a, like I can easily relate to the decision, but at the same time, like. I don't care if he lives or not because at the end, like at the end of the day, none of this happens if he didn't make that decision. True. So, like for me, like yeah, good. I'm glad he's trapped in this cycle. <laughs> you know, like until the next calling. Yeah, yeah. I really like Lance in this movie a lot. Um, I think this might be the most endearing and tortured character he's ever played for me. Total sympathy, you know, in a similar fashion that you got with the creeds and Pet Cemetery when Gage dies. Um, I don't know. I I like what he did with this role. You know, he's just a simple man, strong family values, good father, doing the best he can. Now, I this is one of my favorite Lance Henriksen roles. Yeah, I, I like I like him and better than this and than uh, Lewis Creed in Pet Cemetery because he oh, absolutely same stupid fucking mistake over and over again. You know, right? Continue doing it, and I was like, I'll and give I, you that. What the fuck are you doing, dude? Can right. Lesson, please. You know, but you know, here it's you know it's a one decision and you, it, you're done. You know, you're yeah. you're pimped. You got me wishing uh, Lance Hendrickson would have played Lewis Creed now. I mean, but. <laughs> That that's the only takeaway I've got out of that. I'm glad he didn't, because I would hated that character a little bit more. I know you wouldn't. So we've already kind of touched on a little bit here, but uh, Ed Harley he has a little boy, and his name's Billy. Cute little kid, looks really close to Jonathan Lipnicki, the kid from uh, Jerry Maguire. But uh, he has an untimely demise with a uh, motocross motorcycle. What fucking bastards, dude? I mean, seriously. Yeah, this Joel character is a uh, grade-A dick. Yeah. But you got to have one in every group. Yeah, you do. Yeah. But I want to say, I want to comment on the look that Lance Henriksen gives uh, the guy uh, after he found out Billy, you know, had been hurt and that, that He'd just give that turnaround, stone cold stare, dude. That's literally one of those moments where it's like, if looks could kill, yeah, I mean, dude would have been dead on the ground. 
like that was intense. Yeah. Well, and he even says it later. When he was like, he looked at me like like he wanted to kill me or. Yeah. yeah. No, I love that's that was an awesome <laughs> like that was really brief moment, but it was really effective, really cool. I like that a lot. Do you guys really buy into this death though, of the boy? Uh now that's a little hitting. Yeah, up. it's a little no. shaky. No, no, because the kid can't keep his eyes closed. Yeah, yeah, I noticed. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. and and it's... every every time he gets picked up, like it, it it's it's like uh, what what is it? Um, Ricky Bobby in Talladega Nights. He's like, what do I do with my hands? Like the kid just keeps moving his hands, and then like being like, oh shit, I'm not supposed to move my hands. And he Wait, goes limp. To be dead. Even before that, I mean, he takes a grazing blow from the edge of a BMX as it's coming down. You know, it's not like it landed on him. They didn't depict it correctly if they wanted him to, to be killed by it. The only thing I can think of, I, I've I've watched this scene many times, and the only thing I can think of is the tire like hit his head or something, and it like broke his neck or something. You know, okay. or like blunt force trauma to his fucking skull. You know, that's what I kind of figured. But yeah, it it would have been really cool. It, oh. I mean, I feel bad for the kid and everything. I mean, he's got like Coke bottle glasses and he's just he's just, you know, playing with his dog and shit, just trying to have fun and he gets ran over. That's fucking it's bullshit. But um, it would have been really awesome if they would have like a kind of like a death proof, you know, when uh, the car goes over like that chick's face and shit. That would have been sweet or something like that, you know, wow. you know, fucking shred his face or something. I, I imagine the reason that it doesn't look like it killed him, like it because it doesn't look like he should have died from that is because they mm. probably couldn't have shown that. Like, I, I agree. at that. Yeah. At that time period, I, I don't think showing a child like it would have it would have been banned from theaters, <laughs> it, you know, like okay. it would have been released anywhere. Okay, but take this. Uh, Pet Cemetery killed a kid in a way more convincing fashion with it, with showing less. But know? that's but that's the thing; it didn't show anything. Exactly, but it was more convincing. Yeah, I, I think they would have been better off if they would have shown like from the point of view of the kid looking up and, and the bike landing, yeah. and not shown any kind of contact, and then just showed the kid's body on the ground, like. Yeah. I, I think that they would have been better suited to do that than to show the grazing blow. That's from it. Or like a like a Good call. or like a quick like splatter shot, like going across the sand or some shit or the dirt or something like that, you know, and like the blood like you know coagulate really quick, really quick in the sand or something. That'd been a pretty cool shot. And then the and then the dog trots over and starts licking up it's, the blood. I buy in. I, that's the movie I want. All right, you gore hounds here. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been extremely morbid. <laughs> Actually, that dog a lot more convincing. Uh, that dog uh, is called Mushroom. Um, was also the dog in Gremlins. Barney. Yep. Same dog. He's in two Class A movies. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> what else was he in besides Gremlins? This. Oh, I don't. Oh. <laughs> I, thought you said, I thought you said he was in two Class A movies. Oh, <laughs> burn! 
So, of course, we all know that there were sequels to this. There was Pumpkinhead 2, Bloodwings, which is a 94 direct-to-video job, then followed up with Pumpkinhead, Ashes to Ashes, and Pumpkinhead Blood Feud from 06 and 07. Uh, They were both sci-fi channel made-for-TV movies. And there have been talks of a reboot of the series, uh, reported as long as go as uh, 2016, 2017. But as of right now, there's absolutely nothing going on with it. Um, did you know that there were comics? I did. Pumpkinhead comics. Okay. It abruptly. Um, there's uh-huh. only a couple of the end of series. Yep. The- it, was, it was supposed to be a four-part series, and only two of them uh, got published, and it was from uh, Dark Horse Comics, and it was called uh, Pumpkinhead, The Rites of Exorcism. And uh, I guess the second one ended in a cliffhanger that was leaving the readers to believe that the uh, uh, there was a possibility of a winged pumpkin head. Does anyone remember the Electronic Arts video game that was a first-person shooter for uh, Microsoft Windows? There was a game for no. Pumpkinhead. No. Yep. It was, it was called Bloodwings, Pumpkinhead's Revenge. Apparently the game sucked. No. It was very poorly received. <laughs> no. I guess what I guess my point is with all this is I guess I didn't realize that, you know, while I mean you guys, you know, you guys disagree with the Lord and I that this is kind of a cool character and cool monster, I guess I underestimated the marketability of this creature and this franchise. Um had more legs than I ever thought. I didn't know there was a video game to this. Let's rewind. I didn't know there was a sequel to this. I mean, did you guys actually watch it? Or are you going to bullshit me and say I've you did? I've seen part two. Oh, bullshit. I've seen the sequels. Bullshit. Or this comes back Dave, I, had, I had no clue there were sequels. Yeah, dude. Shit. And they, and they corporate haggis a little bit more um, than the sequels. Okay, so. I'll, t- I'll tell you something. I only know that there's a sequel to this because there was a joke on Saturday Night Live back in the 90s about Bill Clinton's brother playing in Pumpkinhead 2. And that's the <laughs> only reason I know that there's a Pumpkinhead 2. Who? Yeah. What president? Was it, you said it Bill was Clinton. Bill Clinton's brother, yeah. Roger Clinton? Really? Yeah, Roger Just... Clinton's in it. <laughs> yeah, fact. that actually... It well, it also has Andrew Robertson, Robinson, who was in... Uh, was it the original Dirty Harry? And he was uh, the dad in Hellraiser. Amy Dolan's, Mickey Dolan's daughter. Salil Moon Fry, Punky Brewster herself, was in this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Maya and Bianca was in the first one, fucking Blossom. Yeah. Me and Bianca, yeah. Well, and also in part two, Lillian Chavin, who was Mother Superior in Silent Night, Deadly Night. She was uh, in Pumpkinhead, too. Evil bitch. She was, man. Yeah. That's cool, though. Uh, I've, I've. Here's the thing, and I know one of the last two sequels they bring Bra- the Doug Bradley into the franchise too. Yeah, but I did know that Lance Henriksen comes back, which I always thought was weird. Right, it's a continuity issue for sure. But okay, that, you get that with sci-fi movies, sure, and shit. <laughs> they got a hold of like Tremors and all that shit, so it's completely fucked now. So. <laughs> hey, but before you move on past the uh, B characters that played in this, besides uh, Salil Moon Fry in the sequel and um, whatever, whatever I said her name is, Blossom, from this one, we got uh, a Parkersburg native, Devin Odessa. You remember? She was the, like, 
teenage girl in the the hoodlum girls the oh was he the was the she the one that bunt was saying that like don't tell i'm i'm when he left the house yep. when he snuck out oh okay yeah oh, man sister girlfriend or something sister girlfriend she's from parkersburg yeah she is no way that's cool that's true okay also in the opening scene which by the way i want to talk about just real quick uh i like this opening scene that we get um clayton heller who was the uh guy that was pleading with ed hartley's dad to let him in the house that was dick warlock oh tricky dick hell yeah man that's cool yeah. oh. i didn't know that how many movies is that now we've had with dick warlock <laughs> at least three yeah <laughs> i don't know the fact that dick warlock's in this could bump my rating like a half star maybe <laughs> there you go uh just a dick warlock appearance even you know, face shot unseen could bump my rating a half star. That's that's where we're at on this. That's a that's a standard criteria, you know. To be honest. <laughs> I don't know. That Maybe is all. The old Dick Warlock rub. That's grasping for straws. <laughs> oh man. Well, let's talk about like okay. Uh, I know we've kind of briefly touched on it, but like favorite characters, favorite scenes, quotes. What do you got here, guys? <laughs> okay. We we need to let Dave start, or or Ramsey. Ramsey, you're the guest. You go <laughs> yeah, yeah, go ahead. Can you're we um, shit show? <laughs> yeah, he's, probably I, got, he's probably got less than me. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I I do enjoy whenever he, uh, he goes into Haggis, and he's like, God damn you, God damn you. And she's like, he already has, son. He yes. already has. Right. That's an, oh, I love that line. And that's the list. <laughs> the list. <laughs> well, man, we're on the same page. That's the Haggis scene. That that whole dialogue is phenomenal. Like it's the best written part of the script. Yeah, you know, I put my phone down for 15 minutes at that point because I thought this movie was going to be good. So yeah. Oh, <laughs> wow. I can't wait to hear these fucking ratings. No, and I love the graveyard. You know, well, whatever the the little little hill, the pedestal of pumpkins. Pumpkin patch, yeah. It was... I, I also did enjoy the... I don't even remember which one it was as far as names go because I didn't care enough to pay attention. <laughs> but the one lady whose face gets pressed up against the window. Yes. That, that was an awesome scene. That was fun. Yes. I, I could I get agree. behind that. Yeah, that was creepy. That was really yeah. cool. I actually had that in my notes. Did you have that in your notes? I did. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Now you've wasted it. Yeah. My Turn bad. No, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> No, I agree with you guys. Uh, everything with Haggis is awesome. I mean, besides Ed Harley, Haggis is my favorite character in this. In addition to her response that God has already damned her, uh, I, I don't know why, but for whatever reason, when she's telling Ed Harley about what's going to happen, and she describes it as being pure as venom vengeance, I love that. I just thought that was really super cool. Um, like you said, Justin, when Pumpkinhead holds up the chick's head against the window and just smashes through his super cool i like the fake out that he does on the wallace kid in yes. the closet yes. i thought that was pretty cool and uh and i just have here also is like once you know they're at the cabin and joel does everything that he does to you know ensure that he's going to get himself out of trouble as a viewer you just cannot wait for this creature to come and just start tearing them to shreds yeah so i have i have like three scenes that are like just fucking awesome in my opinion um the closet scene 
So when I first watched this movie, I was like 10 years old. So that was a that was that shit terrified me, you know, that scene. I, I mean, it's I was like, oh, my God, you know, I mean, this is this fucking great. Um, the the rifle scene when he impales him with a rifle. That's just funny. I thought I thought that was a really great, cool kill. And then um, also the scene where they find that church, the burnt, uh, half burnt down church. That is uh, a cool look. I love that. That's such a great cinematic shot <clears throat> with the moonlight coming in, and you, you see the the you know the cross and everything, and then Pumpkinhead looks up and sees it, you know, and you think, oh wow, you know, it's actually protected, you know, and then all of a sudden, you know, he just breaks that barrier, you know, God can't save them, you know, I mean, he's just pure fucking evil incarnate vengeance, you know, coming at you. I don't know, yeah. and that shot's very beautiful. That's great. There is some good cinematography in this. I mean, that is the saving grace of this for me. And the the foreshadowing to the fact that the church wasn't going to do anything whenever, uh, what's her, Tracy or whatever, when she's like, well, just in case God doesn't show up and she grabs a knife. I enjoyed right. that. I enjoyed that line. Yeah, that's cool. I'm, you know, I'm wondering if, like, if the church had been fully constructed, you know, I wonder would that have stopped Pumpkinhead? I mean, is it not holy ground because it's all torn down and shit? I don't know, but that's what I kind of took away from that. That it was, you know, it wasn't a complete. Uh, you know, you didn't have the whole holy. element of. Yeah, it wasn't intact. I guess. Right. I'd rather think that it wouldn't. I was just gonna say, I'd rather think that it wouldn't do anything anyway. If he's like, well, no, I do sure. like that. Yeah, he's yeah. pure vengeance and evil, you know, like yeah. I do nothing nothing religious about him. He's just the manifestation of hatred. Right. Despite that, I do think that the the church would have been a better backdrop for the finale. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I love the shot when he, you know, grabs that cross and shit and then you just fucking you know yeah. that's so sweet, dude. It's just a great shot. And I liked it. I liked where it ended, you know. I mean, it's dude. You get a flamethrower and all that shit, dude. It's that was foreshadowed, though. I mean, the first scene in the movie, I knew a flamethrower was going to come into this yeah. final scene. But that's great. Get shirtless Lance Henriksen. I mean, <laughs> it was just, just like Once in Upon a Time in Hollywood. Man. Bring in the ladies. <laughs> Bring it in your, your female clientele. <laughs> Middle-aged, shirtless Lance Henriksen, sweating all up with the flamethrower. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so all right, you kind of yeah, talked about that uh, Lance Henriksen like went out of his way for this role and actually acquired all these items from this movie um, himself. The 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 coinage that he uses to pay off Haggis, uh, the hat, and everything like that. He he found all that shit himself. Huh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, he he I, he took a lot of pride in this role. He really did. He also really pushed for those dentures too. Yeah, <laughs> I accidentally I yeah. accidentally moved my mouse when I was watching it on Amazon, and that was the trivia that popped up on their X-ray feature. <laughs> That's funny. Roman Reigns in the WWE's got a perfect set of beautiful, bright, pearly white teeth now that he shows off every week on Monday Night Raw. I don't know if you guys. Pay attention to that. He got himself some of them luminaries or whatever. Luminaries? Luminaries, yeah. 
some pretty white teeth, man. He's, he showed fan. up. He showed up as a heel one week, and he's got those pearly whites. And somebody smacks him in the mouth, and you see him over there like checking his teeth with his hand, like you motherfucker, you gonna mess up my nice <laughs> teeth? And and at that point, you're like sold. He's a fucking heel now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they fucked with his teeth. He should do more heel tactics, like wear a chest protector in the ring to get an unfair oh, advantage. Oh, done... wait, he's been doing that his whole entire <laughs> fucking career. Yeah, Sorry. but yeah, but he done ditched that. That's part of the new heel oh, gimmick. He's, he's bare chest Roman Reigns with his chest tattoos exposed and his back tattoo. Well, like I'm fucking, fully aroused now. Looking like a stud from my wife's getting all hot and bothered. Uh-oh. Well, sounds like a good time to check in with the Drive-By Podcast. Do you like pro wrestling? Yeah. Are you tired of the same old recap podcasts? Uh, duh. Do wrestling fans confuse you? More than you will ever know. Well, you're in luck. Join me, Mike J. And me, Mike S. Every Saturday for the Drive-By Wrestling Podcast. Each week, we break down the ups and downs of main roster WWE and try to explain online fan outrage. And of course, we have the Wednesday Night War between NXT and AEW covered from our unique viewpoints. That's the Drive-By Wrestling Podcast every Saturday on iTunes, Spotify, and everywhere podcasts are found. Still breaking hearts and breaking kayfabe. Uh, I guess that is what we say. It is. So you kind of touched on it already, Lord, about the finale and everything. I mean, what do you guys think of it? I mean, you seem to be pretty for it. I know, Dave, you said that you didn't really care for the setting of it. Hated um, it. Hated it. <laughs> Man, this is going to be an epic rating. <clears throat> you got a point five on Dick Warlock already. Oh, yeah. To my previous rating. Mm. I think I know where Dave's going to come in at this. I, I no, you pre- don't. I think I do. I I'm mostly okay with with how the final little you know action sequence takes place, though I just I have a funnier, more entertaining image in my head of him lighting up the monster with uh, the flamethrower and then him also bursting in the flames and then yeah. roll credits. So, yeah. No, no, I Justin, I've I have totally thought about that as well. Um there's, you know, I've always, ima- I always imagined different endings to movies and shit, and that was definitely a take for sure. Um, okay, so this kind of brings me to a question then, talking about, okay, so like, obviously, Pumpkinhead's becoming Ed Harley, Ed Harley's becoming Pumpkinhead. Um, so no, 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 Pumpkinhead is never Ed Harley. Let's get okay. that. All right. Okay. It's never Ed Harley. Ed Harley was Pumpkinhead. You know, he's transitioning, you know, every time okay. he felt pain and everything. It was, you know, because they were connected at that point, you know. Okay. So then why didn't he feel the gunshots when he shot a pumpkin head? He did feel the gunshots. He did. I didn't see any reaction. I didn't. Or maybe did I miss it? There was a reaction to it. Yeah. If there oh. was reactions. I missed it, too. Right on. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll have to that, go back to that. Yeah, because that first shot um, where he, like, enters that scene. Mm-hmm. After he shoots pumpkin, it just shows him, and he's just standing there epically, like, "Hey, I'm here to save the day." But there's no, yeah. and I, I mean, I don't recall, but 
Um, Matt, if you watch it again, let me know because I don't think I'm going to. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, no, I do because I <laughs> I did not notice Sorry. any okay any you know uh, response oh, maybe, to that. Maybe I'm wrong, but uh, I thought he did. Okay. Fake news. Okay. <laughs> Fake maybe news. maybe at that. I, I mean, I could justify it. Like maybe. Maybe at that point he hadn't the transition hadn't been that far along yet. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense because it's it's a build up process, you know. And it, I think it's it's, it's how far along in the, in uh, the vengeance, you know, that's that's being done because he's got to kill everybody, you know. Um, it seems like further along, every time he makes a kill, you know, the worse, or, the more connected he becomes because you know, closer to becoming the pumpkin head. You know what came out after this? That Jet Li movie, The One. They probably stole from this. Every time he kills what? somebody. The have One. You seen, the One. Have you seen that movie? Yeah, yeah I liked it. That's like late night, so, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, I love that. I'm saying The One stole from Pumpkinhead. Right. Like every time the creature killed one of the people. They became more right. Know, shift happened more. Yeah. Quickening. It's the Highlander aspect. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. It's the quickening. You don't, don't want to take away from my love of Jet Li's the one. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Look, I do man. love that movie. Look, just accept it, dude. They fucking took from Pumpkinhead. Oh shit. <laughs> uh, you just lowered my rating for the one. Thanks. <laughs> Oh man, we're just shitting all over King's Day. Well, I mean, anybody got any uh, parting thoughts or input or any questions? I got a couple questions I want to ask. But uh, anybody else have anything they want to plug in here before we head up to the the wrap up? Yeah, I'm going to ask Dave, why are you the way you are? I'm just one of a kind, man. I don't know. That you are, my friend. That you are. <laughs> I, I'll own it till the day I die. I think Halloween 5 is maybe one of the best sequels to a Halloween movie in oh. the history of mankind. And oh, since oh, this, this is October, shit. I think it's fair for me to bring that back up. I, I think <laughs> everyone needs to understand that there's nothing wrong with Halloween 5. Those clown cops, man, you know, they're all right. Oh. They're all right. <laughs> no. They're not. Anything but, Dave. Anything they, but. They ain't as bad as this Pumpkinhead character. That's what I know. Ooh. Okay. I, I, mm. just, I just got to say that I can't, I can't remember his name. I don't even remember what his name was in the movie. But the, the brother that didn't kill the kid. Yeah. Uh, that was on the bike. Chris. Chris. Yeah, okay. There you go. Uh, I liked him better in Slumber Party Massacre 2. <laughs> wow, and, and he was atrocious in that movie. <laughs> hey, so, I ain't gonna sorry. lie. I'm not gonna lie. They could have casted a little bit better, you know, with the kids. But I mean, dude, you're, you know, you're gonna get shitty actors to play these. I know. I know. You know, Psycho Cop. Look at it, man. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> or not. This is yours. I'm just gonna say <laughs> you, you nailed that comparison like a split hog. <laughs> Ooh, and I respect it. <laughs> okay, so one question I do have is that I always thought it was a really weird decision for Ed to leave Billy at the store alone with like a bunch of strangers around. 
Because, like, didn't he have until dark to get Mr. Wallace his feed to him? Yeah. So I didn't understand the rush, I guess. Because it was morning. Right. Well, maybe it was just far away distance, I guess. You know. his, his kid hadn't died before that. Right. Well, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I think it's just a... I mean, it's just an everyday thing for him. I'm sure he's left his, you know, left his kid at the store many times prior. I mean, fucked around BFE, you know. Which brings me to another question: What state does this take place in? Because I could not find on the plane. Uh, go ahead, Ramsey. Go ahead, Ramsey. <clears throat> I was gonna say, well, I mean, West Virginia. Not even close. West Virginia. Mountain Mama. Look, Haggis is definitely from West Virginia. Yeah, she is. <laughs> Actually, that's, real life, she's from Cleveland. Oh, well. Oh, well, there you yeah. go. She's real close to West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> close enough. No, I mean, it's it's an area of, you know, there's still woods, but there's desert, kind of. Um, so I'm going to say, like, fucking Arizona, I guess. I don't know if that's... Did they have like mountain mountainous ranges or anything yeah. like that? Maybe Colorado. I don't yeah, know. Like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like He's Arizona, so a little offended. more south. You know, Talk so. about grasping for straws here. <laughs> I did not check out the license plate. I couldn't make anything out. My bad. Where's Little Red Riding Hood's woods at? That's where she's from. Where was this actually filmed at? I want to. I want to look that up now. It was filmed in California. This guy. I'm gonna check my farmer's almanac to find out <laughs> where where pumpkins can grow. Like where would there be pumpkins in the desert? Right. Uh, you guys are really thinking too hard on this shit, man. Oh man. <laughs> you sure? Really breaking her down. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, if that's everything, uh, we ready to wrap it up and give some ratings? Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to? I have a feeling Dave wants to go first, just so we can get over with. I, I think I think we should let our guest go first. To me, yeah. Yeah. There. Okay. Good call. All right. I I feel bad because, like. I, I know that this is your pick there, Lord. It's okay. I'll, I'll, dude, dude, hey, be honest. <laughs> I don't want to shit on it too much. Um, I could see why people enjoy this movie. And the mythos behind Pumpkinhead is enough that if it's rebooted, I'm probably definitely watching the reboot. But... Um, see, I'll, be, I'll be upset if they reboot this. I'll yeah. Be, mm. <laughs> for for me, I'm never probably gonna watch this. I, like I won't. I well, I know I I, I will never gonna watch this movie ever again. Uh, but I don't I don't I don't have any kind of nostalgia to it. Like I said, I I literally watched it for the first time six hours ago. Right. So with that said, there's enough to put together a really intriguing trailer out of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's about. That's wow. about all I can say. Like, holy shit! All right, <laughs> out, out of ten, I give it a four. And okay. and the the four is like two of it is for mm. Haggis, one of it's for the Mythos, and then the other one is I mean, just because anytime you kill a kid, you get a, you get a you get a star bump in my book. 
So nothing from Lance Hendrickson. He's not helping out the rating at all or anything, man. He's not hurting it. Okay. That's great. All right. He ain't hurting it. Oh man. But no, I, I I had trouble caring about any of the characters, and that had me. You're not supposed to. Well, but it had me struggling to stay engaged. And when, like, I accidentally moved my mouse at one point, and the movie was halfway over, and I was like, "Man, nothing, nothing has happened. Like, nothing at all. (laughs) Like, his kid had just died. Right. And I was like, "Man, there's only 30 minutes left in this movie, and like, nothing's happened. But I don't know. I think I, I think you chopped together a really good 20 minute Twilight Zone episode out of this. Okay. Or, or like a Goosebumps episode. <laughs> Goosebumps. <laughs> this could be, yeah, they could have made this like a little more gory. Or I, I agree. Yeah, uh, it'd been sweet. So four out of ten. <laughs> yeah, I, I hate to, do, I hate to come on as a guest and then you know <laughs> trash the movie. You know, it's, it's your rating. <laughs> I know. Yeah, man. I know. It's your opinion. We accept your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's wrong, it's no big deal. How I feel about Dave a lot of <laughs> Let's go in order. I feel like we're going to go in order here from ratings, bottom to top. So I'm next, that means. Uh, if you like a horror movie to fill you with dread and leave you out in the cold, then this is absolutely for you. <laughs> this movie is online for a reboot, in my opinion, as Ramsey said. It could be done much better currently, I feel like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I just... You know what? They got to probably re- be CGI though. That's fine. I, you know, no. I'm, no. You know what? Ninety-nine out of a hundred times, I'm a proponent for practical effects, but this is not the case. I don't know, man. They they failed on this one for me with that character. That depiction of Pumpkinhead is not what I wanted. It's not what I expected. It's not what I. Yeah, it's not what I'd want in a reboot either. So they let, need to. Let me ask you a question, Dave. When's the first time you watched this movie? You know what? I've seen this movie half-assed until, what is today? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Today's Tuesday? Uh, this morning, 8 a.m. I'm with Ramsey. We're, we're both first-time viewers of this today. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. I'm going to say, yeah, I didn't get a good view of this before. Today's the first time I've gave it a absolute critical eye, top to bottom, front to back. Uh, man, this I'd, I'd rate it higher if it was a completely different creature. I, I, I got a question, though. Because I like I agree with that, but take this creature and put it in a movie that is an alien. How do you feel about the creature? Man, I don't like alien. I don't like alien. Uh, That's true. Yeah, you did say that. I mean, so it's not my kind of alien. It's not my kind of. It's not an alien. Creature feature. (laughs) (laughs) Creature from the Black Lagoon is my top of the line creature feature. I love Creature from the Black Lagoon. I just watched that the other day, actually. Yeah. That one, that one kind of weird shape of water movie was kind of cool. It it paralleled that a little bit, but this this just ain't my creature. I don't like I don't like the look of Pumpkinhead. I don't like the look of Alien and Aliens. That's why I don't like his movies. I know everybody else loves Aliens, but because I don't like the Alien, I can't get into the movie. I just can't connect with it. It's just me. There's other people like this, I suppose, but um, I don't. I don't connect with the drippy, intricate, overdone alien type monsters. Um, you know, Monsters vs. Aliens, the pumpkins from outer space. Have you guys seen that cartoon? Yeah, yeah. Have you? I have. Okay. Yeah, I have kids. Uh, yeah. 
If you want to watch Pumpkinhead, that's what you watch. That's what you watch. <laughs> that's Pumpkinhead for me. Oh, my God. Uh, as far as Lance Hendrickson, you know, the glistening, sweaty chest pubes in this film. <laughs> is it as sexy as Jerry Dandridge from Fright Night? <laughs> You're going to have to wait on next week to find out, boys. This, this movie is a 4 out of 10. It got a .5 bump for the Dick Warlock part. So I'm actually at a 4.5 out of 10. With thank God, God I saved it. Jesus. But he saved the day. He was credited as Richard Warlock, though. Well, does that's that fu- does that keep it the that's, same? Or it still gives it from 0.5. Okay. Um, still him. God damn it. It's Dick Warlock. That's my favorite Michael Myers. Always, forever, never going to change my mind. Dick Warlock gives anything a 0.5 bump. Yes, he did better than the Spanish Michael Myers. Yes, if Dick Warlock would have been in Rocky Horror Picture Show, I would have gave it a five. I would have gave it a five. All Just, right. uh, Dick Warlock and Caligula. What do you give it, man? Caligula's already pretty high. I mean, it's an eight point five all day. But this uh, is Warlock. It's 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 a nine. With Dick Warlock. Oh my god! Nine and a half if he takes his shirt off, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ten, ten you goddamn right. <laughs> Lots of Dick Warlock love today. That's great. Uh, so um, okay. Well, I I had to say since we've been we brought it up and stuff, I do have a Halloween two from eighty one confessional that I'll, I'll include with my wrap up for you, Dave. So. What, do you think he did better in this movie than he did in Halloween 2? <laughs> I'm going to hold on to it. Okay, right on. All right, boys. Well, this movie, it does hold nostalgia feels for me. Uh, like I said, I watched it when I was like 10. And um, it scared the bejesus out of me. It made me, uh, you know, just, just is one of my favorite creature features to watch. I mean, I've watched it probably 50 times in my life. It's, it's just a go-to movie. I watch it every Halloween. In one way or another, I'll find it and watch it. Lance Hendrickson, I think this is his, this is one of his top three best roles. Um, he plays the grieving father very, very well, um, even though it's all hick out and everything like that. Um, I, I think he, did, he just did a perfect job. Yeah, they could have done better casting uh, with the, uh, you know, the, the fodder for the, for the film, but... Hey, let's be honest. They're fodder. You know, they're going to, you don't have to spend a bunch of money on it. You know, as long as they get their lines right and spit it out, should be enough. Um, I am, I'm in awe of Ramsey and Kane's opinions of the uh, creature, to be honest. Uh, Man, I think it's a perfect humanoid uh, mix of, you know, a demon that was human Mixed in with some fucking tainted pumpkin, you know. This is it, you know. I, I I think it I think it's played beautifully. Stan Winston did a hell of a job on creating this monster, and the story itself. It's just you know another one of those terrible situations turn into bad decision making, vengeance seeking. Create monster comes out and you know kills kills the people. But I like this twist of you know. You have to replace the the be, the entity that you call upon. You know, I, I think that's a that's a great price to pay, and um, it, I think it, it holds the movie and the storyline very well. Um, so I guess I do have, have nostalgic feels and ratings to this, but boys, it's a fucking eight for me. I I love this movie. Wow, eight out of ten. Doubled up. 
it's one of my favorite fucking movies to watch on Halloween. You know, it's great. Dude, the scene where the kid is, you know, he's in the closet and pumpkin heads is and I love the effects of, you know, whenever he's around, you know, you hear like the cicada sound and the thunder's cracking and you know, this guy the same thing entity literally changes the weather. A force of nature. Yeah, dude. He's a he's yeah. a force to reckon with. Um, but I love that scene, you know, when you think you're like, oh, my God, I'm in the clear. Fuck, yeah, this is great. Oh, shit. No, I'm not. You know, he just turns right back around and he's there. Ugh, it's fantastic. But, it, yeah, eight out of ten. Great fucking movie. Well, I am more in line of thinking with the Lord here. I kind of feel like this is a slightly underrated, undervalued uh, 80s grim fairy tale from Stan Winston and company. I think Lance Henriksen is awesome in this. Uh, he shines. I like the literally fact that shines. Ed, he literally yeah, shines. Glistens. Sweat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I really like the fact that Ed Harley, he feels, he senses, sees everything uh, that Pumpkinhead is doing with the killings. I think that's really awesome. Uh, I think that ups the ante for the mood of the movie. Um, and some nostalgic ties for me when I was growing up in Texas – uh, this came out in one of the mom and pop video stores we would go to. They had a big cardboard standee of Pumpkinhead, and I was fascinated by it as a kid. So I was probably I was about eight years old, eight nine years old when this was happening, and it just towered over me. And it just it was frightening, but I was fascinated by it. And of course, when I ever got the opportunity to watch the movie, I felt like I was really getting away with something. But no, that that cardboard standee—that's always kind of. I've seen one recently in one of the Facebook groups I'm part of because I I'm, I'm always trying to acquire things like that for you know my future hangout spot. And um, I think it's sold. One of them sold for five hundred dollars. Holy um, shit! Cardboard standout, so four hundred fifty dollars, something like that. Man, so, that's crazy. But it was nice, pristine yeah. condition. Wow. But no, that, that cardboard standee, because we were in there all the time, every weekend, it seemed like, and I'd always just stand there and stare at it and just study it and just be like, man, what, what does this thing do in the movie, you know? And yeah, I was a little thrown off. I'm like, well, I mean, his head didn't really look like a pumpkin at all. That's okay. (laughs) Yeah, I was able to look past it. Um but I, I do. I like the look of Pumpkinhead. I think it's kind of cool. Uh, I, I'll give it to Dave. It, it is Xenomorphesque from Alien. I'll agree with that. Um, more fleshy, more humanoid, like Ketchum said. But, uh, you know, yeah, to echo what you guys have said, the acting besides Hendrickson, uh, in my opinion, Brian Bremer, who played Bunt, I thought he was good. And uh, Florence Schoffler, who played Haggis. Uh, yeah, the rest of the acting was meh. You know, but I, I, you know, with everything else that was going on for me, I felt like uh, it was good enough and I was able to look past all that for what, you know, the movie really was. Um, You know, of course, obviously Dick Warlock being in this, that was a bonus. So my little Halloween confessional, I interject here real quick. So obviously uh, my rating for Halloween 2 from 81 last year when we did the franchise review has, uh, become under fire from the king is being too (laughs) low and the fact that i have the 2018 version rated a half a star higher at an eight 
and I have Halloween 2 at a 7.5. Um, with it being October, I have revisited all the Halloween movies, and I found something out about myself. I don't need to do them in order. I just I need to watch them, so I've rewatched Halloween 2. It's not better than 18. I still like 18 better. I like that storyline better, but it is an 8 out of 10. Ooh, there you go. See there, Dave? It's an 8 out of 10. Because of that Dick yeah. Warlock aspect. I mean, I don't know what else to say. It's just, it is what it is. You, you're it's still right. too low. Still too low. No, I'll accept that. You're in the acceptable range now. That's he that's can't he can't say that because he was like he agreed with my rating. You know where he's like, I see where you're coming from and shit. And so I think he bumped seven point five is too damn low. Right. Yeah. I think I had an eight too. So <laughs> it, it's no. a difference of being in the red and being in the. Yellow, you're in the yellow now. <laughs> okay, well there we that's, go. That's that's good. the that's good. That's the West Virginia Jim Justice scale right there, boys. That lets you know. How do you get it, the gold? It's safe. <laughs> you, we're not worrying about the gold. <laughs> Just, <laughs> he's out of the red. <laughs> Is the football team going to play or not? That's all I want to know. <laughs> you know. No, but yeah, I, I I revisited it, and I mean, it is. There's so many things about that movie I do enjoy, but yeah, it, it's an eight. I maybe there was a tad bit of spite when right. I rated it. Maybe I was a little too riding the high of 2018 at that time. We can maybe be friends again. We'll we'll work on it. All right. <laughs> well, I'm glad we're able to work past that. But again, <laughs> the the special effects for this movie, I like it. I think they're top notch. I think it's honestly why you watch the movie, besides watching Lance Henriksen and, you know, uh, because I, again, I think he just, he was listened. Yes. He was scenes were fucking beautiful, man. They really are. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, again, I'm honestly surprised this had as many sequels as it did along with the comics and the video game. I didn't really think it had that you know, had the legs for that kind of marketability, but none of hey. which you checked out other than the sequel. You said, right. Well, I'm just saying, I mean, it, it exists just because I didn't watch it. Doesn't mean it's not there, but, uh, you know, but Hey, it is what it is. And, um, you know, uh, I don't revisit this yearly, but I would say within every two years, I probably get to this because I, I do enjoy it. I think it's a fun movie. I like the special effects. You get a cool monster, in my opinion. The badass mythos to go along with it, I think, is really cool. Uh, you know, Stan Winston, Lance Henriksen, that's awesome combo. I mean, I'm not coming in at an 8, but this is a 7 out of 10 for me. 7 out of 10. All right. Definitely rewatchable. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I do. It's 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 one of my more favorite, like... Uh, not top tier '80s horror movies, but it's like one of those. It's like it's just really good, and they're just, it, there's there's a heart to it, and I think it all has to do with Lance Henriksen and the role of Ed Hardy. I think that's what really makes the movie go, and his grief as a father losing his son. You couldn't pay me to revisit this. I think I'd go to Pumpkinhead Two just to see what uh, Bill Clinton's brothers got to offer. <laughs> Honestly, that's where I'm at. Maybe see he what you got, Raj. See what you get, Raj. Mm-hmm. He's probably got a good blowjob scene in it. I mean, uh, right? He is in this fucking movie. Oh my god, dude! That's wild. It's crazy. I wouldn't. So make yeah, that up. yeah. Pumpkinhead two, Blood Wings. There's Pumpkinhead three, Ashes to Ashes, and Pumpkinhead four, uh, Blood Feud. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> or not. Seriously, wait a minute. Catch him. Have you seen three and four? 
tell the truth. Uh, yeah, so I watched part three. I have not seen part four, though. I have not seen And I've seen part two. Um, part three wasn't that bad, but I have, not, I have not had a chance to see part four. It was made in 2007. Mm. So. I'm proud of you. So. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't you watch it? Oh, yeah, you hate this movie. That's right. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, some things get better, like Ghoulies 3. I don't know if you guys are into the Ghoulies, but that, that's one yeah. of the series that gets better. I think I've seen that once, the original. Is that, but is that the watched. college one? Yeah. yeah that's part four. <laughs> no, no, that's part three. It's part three. Is it? Part three? Is it? Okay. okay. Oh, yeah, I know. Wow, <laughs> Why do I feel like our credibility as a podcast is going down the twos right now? <laughs> it's not. It's good to have you. Ghoulies, Ghoulies 3 is a 9 out of 10. Oh, <laughs> hell. Here we go. Oh, there oh, goes your credibility. Now I hear that flushing sound. Yes. Is that a firm 9? <laughs> it's a firm 9. All day. Hard and firm. Here we go. <laughs> if you don't Just... like it, you can kiss my ass. <laughs> well, Justin, do you want to plug uh, what Raisin Horror is doing right now for uh, the month of October? I know you got a anthology theme going on for the whole month. No, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we can work Are with you that. Sure. <laughs> sorry, sorry. You motherfucker. You got some good two shit for coming two. on. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Give it up. Appreciate you guys having me on. I, I had a lot of fun uh, doing this movie. I, I enjoy coming on, being a guest. If you guys want to check out what we're doing over at Raised in Horror, uh, we've been doing anthology movies all month for the month of October. Uh, we actually just released an episode on Trick or Treat on the 15th featuring yours truly, Dave King of the Road. Yeah. And if yeah. you don't, and if uh, you can't get enough of uh, Matt Loxton, you can check us out on the 22nd where we're reviewing Creep Show. Had a lot of fun with it. It's been a blast having you guys on. Uh, catch them. I'm going to have to squeeze you in next time we do a thing. Okay. Um, well, make sure it's a good movie. I, I was going to say. I, <laughs> I have to get a, a, a good movie coming on. He's been right. dying to review Psycho Cop too. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, god. Uh, but you you can check us out pretty much everywhere at Raced and Horror. That's where we're at on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, uh, and check out that Facebook page. We got a video posted explaining some uh, stuff that we're giving away for the month of October. Much like you guys, we're also doing a giveaway. You know, like, comment, share, post, all that good stuff. Uh, interact, and we'll throw your name in the drawing for uh, some of this great stuff, including a piece of art from Dave King. So, appreciate it, fellas. Sure, yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming on. Always enjoy having you come on, man. Thank you. So, as you kind of talked about, yeah, we got our, uh, our big Halloween giveaway. We got the Blu-ray of Children of the Corn. We have the Omen t-shirt from Fright Rags. Of course, the King Art print. And uh, we have a sticker from Trick or Treat of Sam that we're going to add in there. And we'll probably add a couple more things, too. But uh, all this month on Facebook only, there have been and there will continue to be a bunch of all kinds of fun interactive posts where you can participate and uh, get yourself entered the drawing that will be held on Halloween Day. And uh, we'll do a Facebook Live video on Halloween Day for that. And uh, But, uh, yeah, these posts, they come out about every other day for the whole month. So uh, be on the lookout for those and get yourself entered in. Hell yeah. 
All right, Hitchhikers, this concludes our review of Pumpkinhead from 1988. We all here hope you enjoyed our breakdown of this somewhat lesser-known late 80s creature feature from special effects god Stan Winston. Be on the lookout for new announcements and updates on our Facebook page, Nostalgia Highway Podcast. You can also email the show at nostalgiahighwaypodcast at gmail.com, and you can find us on Twitter at HighwayNHP. And uh, if you want, you can head over to Letterboxd and you can check out the King's uh, profile, which is Patriarch1979. And you can check out my own, which is Matlog16. Love the app. Racing Horrors on there. Lord still isn't on it. <laughs> and once again, we want to give uh, recognition and thanks to Sean Jackson and Cody Jones for the theme music they have composed for the show. And obviously, Justin... Again, thanks for coming on. Really enjoy having you on here. Love hearing your insight, your hot takes on movies. So uh, we'll have to do that again sometime. Appreciate it. Always a pleasure, fellas. Thank you, thank you. On behalf of Dave King of the Road and the Lord Ketchum, I am your host, the Merrimack Logston, and we thank you once again for hitching a ride along with us, and we'll pick you up next time out on the highway.